Commissioner Hill Jasper. I'm an empath and paranormal investigator. I am also an author of a dozen books. Thank you for listening to Haunted Real Connections, where I'll bring you the best mediums and paranormal people the field has to offer. Stay tuned for another great show on Paranormal King Radio. Hey guys, welcome back to another edition to Hunter Real Connections here at Paranormal Key Radio. And I'm your host, Nicole Jasper. And tonight I have another awesome guest. Uh, I really don't need any introduction. He's also in chat. Hey, everybody in chat. <laughs> so I'm going to read a little bit about his background and then we can get started with questions. And uh, so, welcome to our show, Archbishop Matthew James Rockletty. And uh, Thank you, Nicole. And you're also a chief exorcist, as well as ordained a priest and concentrated. You know? yeah, I took holy orders. Um, uh-huh. the, I took holy orders with the Solomonic Order of Saint Michael the Archangel um, in 2021. Right, and also. I um, consecrated a bishop and then appointed archbishop soon after that. So. Right, and you're also like, um, are you assistant archbishop to the prior general of the home? Yeah, assistant order. archbishop to the prior general for the order. In the USA. And uh, I mean, you have many duties, right? Uh, so you include assisting the prior general in like whatever he needs done, as well as making decisions for the you know, the order. And I had to mention, I mean, you did a lot of things. And uh, I don't even know where to start. I know you mentioned in your bio that you have a gift of discernment. And uh, uh, you can pretty much tell whether or not somebody is demonically possessed or not, or even has a uh, demonic uh, entity in their presence. And that's yeah. pretty powerful, yeah. A lot of us have it. Uh, yeah. We call it we call it a discernment, and that's just right. the ability to you know, pick up on whether somebody has, whether it is a demonic possession or vexation or you know, or just anything demonic you know around them or in their house you know. Right. And uh, can you pretty much tell whether or not, um, just by um, when you first walk in the house or. Well, when you're talking uh, to them, or how, how they really... really it depends. Um, before they ever see me, uh, I have a uh, lead investigator. Is Ron Stokes is my lead investigator for Stokes Paranormal here in South Carolina. And right. Before you ever see me, uh, he goes out and he'll do an interview and what whatever he has to do to, you know, get the evidence he needs I to just... bring to me to make the decision. But well, before any of that's ever done, we, we require anybody that before an exorcism must go through a um, psychological evaluation. Right. I know I just threw that question out there. I know you have a few questions that I already sent to you. Um, 
I'll try to filter them in order. <laughs> and of course, anybody in chat, feel free to send us your questions anytime. And uh, so. I don't even course, have those questions in front of me, so you can just go at it however you want. To be <laughs> <honest>. <laughs> okay. All right. So, um, yeah, so what brought you to this line of work? I mean, were you, did you always knew you had a calling? Uh, I always had a calling to be a priest. Uh -huh. Now, as far as becoming an exorcist, it's not something that I, like, really planned on or, like, wanted to do. <laughs> um, right. I, I was pretty much voluntold, which pretty much, what's voluntold is pretty much, uh, they pretty much, either you're going to volunteer or we're going to tell you to do it. <laughs> right. So, um, I was a skeptic at heart at first, you know, to whether it could happen or not in general. I was so, just going to ask you that if you're a believer. Yeah, I was, I was a skeptic. <laughs> was, I was a hardcore skeptic, honestly. Oh. Um, yeah, my mind was changed after the first one I went, went on. I wasn't even an exorcist. I was assisting oh, an exorcist. <laughs> and the things that happened during that exorcism, uh, yeah, I, I'm not going to lie. I, I, I've been to combat. I was I was in the Marine Corps for nine years. and Yeah, I was just going to say, yes, and, um, that scared me more than combat did. <laughs> Right, I was just to commend you too. Thank you for your services for the military and brain services. So I always thank you guys. <laughs> Thanks. And of course, uh, I have to ask a lot of my guests, what was your first paranormal or supernatural experience, you know, my sharing? Uh, my first experience? Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, and the first experience in life or just as a priest? In life, uh, either one or both. <laughs> in life, I mean, I, I, I've always kind of, I mean, had a lot. I've had stuff going on around me since I was young. I mean, I grew up some of my life in the city and some of my life out in the woods. So, I mean, I've seen a lot of crazy stuff that had no other worldly explanation. You know what I mean? Oh wow! And as a priest, I mean. I always kind of knew, always kind of felt that calling, you know, especially as that after I got out of the Marine Corps, after seeing combat and everything that I did, um, I definitely had a calling to, to do something more because after everything I went through and all, that did, I don't know, it just, you know, I, sh I shouldn't even be here to be honest with you, and, but uh, the fact that I am just proved to me that, you know, there's, there's something more for me to be doing than I was, you know. Oh, I know the feeling. <laughs> so, um, what do people misunderstand most about your work that you do? Um, geez, that's a long list. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd say primarily a lot of people. Uh, I mean, what I run into a lot, a lot of people think everything's demonic, and, and to be honest with you, that's far from the truth. I mean, it's right. Yeah. It's it's very few and far between, to be honest with you. I mean, we'll say just just for number's sake, uh, we'll say say a hundred people say they're possessed. One might be. You know what I mean? Right. Like everything's <laughs> demonic nowadays. Like, is yeah. there some some? A lot of, I, I blame TV and I blame the. <laughs> uh, honestly, I blame TV and I blame like the whole yeah. social media and all that. You know, it makes makes for good clickbait. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just, uh, everybody just thinks everything's demonic. Yeah. That's, that's far from the truth. 
most of the time, most of the time uh, it, it's more uh, I mean it, it could go hand in hand I mean a lot of times it's uh, you know it's it's a uh, mental it's mental a lot of times Unless, but in that you can also have yeah. you know mental issues that come across like demonic possession and vice versa you know right unless it's a haunting now they can last forever yeah. if not dealt yeah. with, right? and, and with <laughs> order with our order what we do well, we don't we only do deal like what i do is i do the i'm part of the ministry of exorcism uh, we don't do any right. any kind of paranormal research okay. i mean but i on the other hand i'm also part of the uh, warren legacy foundation for paranormal right yeah we both are yeah yep. i just made yep. <laughs> And um, so, I mean, that's anybody that comes for anything paranormal uh-huh. along that lines. I always refer it to the Warren Foundation, and because our order, as a as an order, we don't we only deal with things of demonic nature. Right. And I think I see a question from King. He wants to know: Do you have the final authority on having an exorcism? Uh, within our order, it's yes, it's myself and a prior general. Oh wow! That before any kind of exorcism is performed within our order, uh, our exorcist must have it cleared by either myself or the prior general. If I'm not around and my prior general's not around, it would then fall to um, actually Monsignor uh, Kenneth Torres. Yeah, he Yeah, who actually has a show too. He has a show on here too. Uh, yeah, I was listening to it last night. Too. Yep, and um, it would fall to him if myself and the prior general weren't available. Right. Right, that's interesting. And um, so I have to add, I'm sure you've been asked this too, um, are exorcisms real and how do they compare to what we see on TV or in the films? <laughs> well, TV is, you know, that's Hollywood. And, and right. <laughs> yes, they're very real. Okay. I mean, very, very real. I mean, people, it's, and it's not, it's very dangerous as well. I mean, people have gotten killed. No, I mean, not myself. I haven't had anybody pass away or die from from it. But in the history of exorcism, it has happened. Um, but I mean, it, it yeah, it's, it, it's, I don't know, it's super dangerous. And there's a lot that goes into it, so. Yeah, I bet you, you guys prepare yourself. I mean, yeah, it how takes, long does it, it, uh, it take to days prepare yourself to prepare. for that? It, it takes days to prepare. Yeah, I bet. I mean, we, other than going to confession and doing communion as much as we can, um, right. we also have to fast. I try to fast for at least two to three days before an exorcism. Well, well I had a hard time fasting the 24 hours. Yeah. Um, now, now, yeah, we a full day fast. We consider a full day fast would be from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Right. Now, see, during a fast, you are allowed one meal during the fast, and but you can't uh-huh. break that meal one meal up throughout the whole like throughout the day. Right. Um, thank you for answering that. And uh, Adam is a historian. He's also part of the Warley Foundation. Uh, he wants to know. Uh, if uh, they ever encounter like an operator during this procession or a haunting, uh, like a doppelganger of myself or, or somebody else, like or yeah, either either I've one. Never, I've, <laughs> never, I've never, 
confronted my own doppelganger. I, I believe in it, and I, I've, I know other people that have, but myself, right. I haven't had encountered one yet from myself. I, the victim, okay, I should re-put it, the victim. Yeah, I've had, I've had a couple people that were, that, that had that kind of thing going on with the doppelganger. Yeah, yes, I have seen it. Hey, speaking of which, Father Hidden is in the house. There we yes. go. Right on. <laughs> <laughs> and so, my senior Torah. Yeah. So, yeah, I enjoyed it so last night. It was pretty cool. And, uh, what was I going to ask? I, of course, um, if you guys have any more questions, let us know. I didn't hear you. I was letting them know if uh, they oh. have any more questions, just to let us know. Yeah. I know sometimes you can't see the questions that pop so, so fast. <laughs> yeah, they do. And then you go try to look at it and somebody types something and it goes all the way back down to the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm trying to hit them with a first hand. So I'm not losing any. <laughs> uh, he wants to know, um, has, have you been to like more than one demonic entity at a location? Can I read that right? I don't know, see. Um, Kimbo, it's from Kimbo, but he wrote it. Yeah, I, I can't even see it. Like, you're talking about a location, like in a house? You, yeah, I've seen it before. I believe so, yeah. I mean, any of it, dealing with demonics in general isn't, it isn't super common. So, I mean, I, honestly, nowadays, it's more common now than it was right. when I started. That that's for sure. Oh well, it's like you see more of it happening now because of yeah, it. yeah, yeah. I, I yeah, I believe there's 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 a lot more of it going on today than there was. I believe so. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know what to blame that on. I, I don't know. It, there, we can blame it on a lot of things. But <laughs> I, I, I as far as I'm concerned, I think I see a lot more of it today than I than I have in the past. Oh, well, like when you first started? Yeah, when I first started. Huh. And so, what is the first initial sign of a possessed person? The initial signs? Yeah. What signs to look for? Yes. Um, like somebody, if they have an aversion to uh, religious objects or sacred objects, like crosses or anything oh, right. religious. Um, uh, what else? I mean, there's I'm trying to go down the list. <laughs> See, I mean, uh, a lot of things. I mean, the, the if a person like sudden change in their sleep pattern or their behavior, you know, all of a sudden they're super hostile when they're, you know, in, when at first they were a super nice person. And you know, you could also like, you know, sudden weight gains or you know, some all of a sudden all the animals in the house are afraid of them or. Oh, well, yeah, the animals are very sensitive. Yeah, they are really susceptible to them. Um, if they got blackouts within their memory, I mean, all of a sudden they got huh. pieces of time that are missing and they can't explain why. You know, there's, there's blackouts. Um, long times of period, um, blink in their eyes, like or they, they appear to be catatonic. Or oh, wow. how to speak languages that they possibly couldn't know how to speak. 
And it's true that they might have super uh, human yeah, like, like super. All of a sudden, there's like some. All of a sudden, there's say there's like a ten year old girl, and all of a sudden she can pick up the front of the car. Like, right. <laughs> no, wow. Just, <laughs> stuff that couldn't happen, you know. Um, like inhuman strength or precognition, I mean, ability to predict the future, or retrocognition, or right? they ability to know past events about either like myself or somebody else that they they possibly shouldn't. No, there's no way for them right, no to know about it. Um, oh, change wow. the voice. Uh, move in an unusual way, like they seem to glide instead of walk. Right. They like, seem like they're floating across the floor instead of walking. Or probably backwards. <laughs> that Correct. was Jeremy. Backwards. Uh, <laughs> uh, writing or symbols appear on their body uh, in the form of welts or like scratches. They, they seem to levitate uh, out of nowhere like their hair or eyes can change like say you look at them and then the next minute you look at them their eyes appear to be totally black i call it shark eyes oh wow like this is a shark you look at a shark and their eyes are totally black right yeah or, okay. um, you, or you could hear multiple voices coming out of them at the same time oh yeah they're uh, showing their pictures. You know, seems that they have objects moving by themselves. Um, oh, foul, wow. order, foul order, odor, uh, foul, foul odors. If I could talk today. <laughs> I just that. I'm like, oh no, it's not a just sign. <laughs> yeah. Um, religious art, uh, articles uh, d disappear or destroyed. No growling sounds, but you can't. You know, you can't seem to locate where it's coming from. Same thing with like scratching sounds. Right. Um, electrical appliances going on and on, spontaneous fires, you know, or an outbreak of. Yeah, I was just thinking that. You right, bye bye. Outbreak of paranormal activity when talk about God or religion. Right. In the southern, so, same thing. Yeah. Paranormal activity, sudden sudden temperature changes, whether up or down, you know. Right. I was trying to find this question. Oh, here it is. Awar Thank you for answering that. Um, Aurora wants to know. Gosh, losing it. Sorry, Aurora, I'm getting to it. <laughs> Every time I do, I lost it. You see your question? Oh, here it is. Was a real action? Was the real exorcism like? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, I can't lose your name. I mean, it, it depends. I mean, I'm not, not, none of them are the same. I mean, I mean, it, it, yeah, it'll, I bet. It'll from time to time. So, I mean, everyone's different. You could have one that, you know, you could have one that takes days or years, or you know, one could take an hour. You know, I mean, it just it all depends. Right, and uh, well, you know, once you start the rite of exorcism, you you cannot stop. Oh yeah, until I'll, the, I'll until, the process, until, right? Until, yeah, <laughs> until the rite. Oh well. Yeah, that, that, I mean, that doesn't mean that we're gonna sit there for years and, and until it's none. But like, once you start the rite in itself, you have to finish it before you can, you know, go on or make any other decisions. Right. And 
So I bet you have plenty of demonic deliverance. So what was, what was this would be like this serious? I couldn't hear you. Um, I bet you had plenty of demonic deliverances. What would be the scariest? The scariest one that I've been involved in? Yeah. Um, you know one of the first ones that I was involved with, um, I was in a, I was assisting the exorcist, and it was a, it was like she was un, under the age of twelve. She's ten or eleven years old, and we had her. Uh, her brother and her father were very large gentlemen. I mean, her, her father was like 6'5 and like over 250 pounds. Her brother's uh-huh. the same, six foot something, 200 some pounds. Uh, they were holding her down. So she was, you know, had leather straps on her and whatnot and like broke the leather straps and threw her father and brother like across the room. Oh, wow. I mean, when I walked in, uh, laughed at me. And then started speaking to me in Aramaic. And that's like a 10,000 year old dead language. There's no way a 10 year old girl who who wasn't Catholic, by the way. I mean, the family wasn't huh. Catholic. So yeah. way that she should ever have known how to speak in Aramaic. Oh, wow. And here's some more questions from chat. I want to know, does it happen often that a person gets repossessed? Uh, that all depends. Um, if it, a lot of times, if the person does what what we tell them to do, and they're serious about it, you know, right. they change. Because uh, if you don't change anything or change what you've been doing, yeah, you could be repossessed. But you know, if you change your life around and you do what you're supposed to do, you you have a chance of not being repossessed. But the chance is always there. I mean, that's. Right, especially if it's psychological, right? Or well, psychological, really, then it's not a possession. That's right. A mental <laughs> and and if it's a mental illness, to be honest with you, that's not something that you should. If it's a if it's proven to be a mental illness and not a demonic possession, you shouldn't never feed into that mental illness. Because if say you feed into that mental illness and perform an exorcism, you could push that person to suicide. That that's the last thing we want. Oh well. Uh, oh, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, I thought I lost you. Nope. <laughs> All right, he wants to know, um, is there, uh, is there a reading people he use to, uh, fight demons or keep them at bay until they get help? Um, there's a lot of things you could do. I mean, you could, uh, the, the rosary is one. I've had, uh, demonic entities during an exorcism tell me that the scourge of the devil is the praying the rosary. Oh. Uh-huh. The devil's super afraid of the rosary for some reason. And um, that's that's one of the oh, best. Wow. Yeah, that's one of the best ones. I mean, going to confession, um, taking communion as often as possible. Right. Um, the prayer to St. Michael is a good one. Yeah, I actually know that with my heart. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot, yeah, so yeah, there, there's there's different ones that you could do. Yeah, and uh, I think I read he was, I worry was to know, uh, how does the demon actually possess a person? Did she hear that it's through one of the chakras? Um, it all depends, it's not, 
have anything to do with the chakras or anything, but anytime, uh, I mean, it all depends. If you open the door, uh, a demon can come through it at any time. And I mean, and they're they're patient. I mean, say say you're a paranormal investigator. We'll just uh-huh. use this for an example, and and say <laughs> talking to you're doing the EVP session and you're talking to what you think uh, grandmama, you know, and, and, <laughs> it, it might, and, and it very well cannot be, but you know, ten years down the road, and, and anytime you talk to a, a, a spirit or what you think is a spirit, it's not a conversation, truly. If it's a demonic entity, that's not a conversation you're having with them. It's an invitation. Right. And they can actually mimic us too, right? Or yeah, they can mimic anything. <laughs> well, that's any, scary, and, yeah. Anytime you, you talk to them, it's an invitation, and it, they might not act on it right then and there. It could be 10, 20 years down the road. I mean, they're gonna they're not going to come at you when you're at your strongest. They're going to come at you when you're at your weakest point because they're they're cowards you know they're not going to come at you when you're strong and you know got stuff going for you they're going to wait till you know you're having the worst time in your life and you know and then that's when all of a sudden oh hey remember when you talked to me 20 years ago oh here i am right <laughs> no. and that's why i don't really like to do spirit medication anymore for the fact that i should be talking to demons <laughs> I, don't, know, really well, not I, don't, I don't think anybody should ever talk to it Demonic. Yeah. That's not a good idea. If you're well, trying to talk to them, you're going to have like easy, uh, I can promise that. I open stuff with that. Talk to demonic <laughs> <energy>. <laughs> <laughs> and also, using like a Ouija boards, you know, and they can come through that or any, like you said, or EVP. So just opening yourself up is, I think that's what is dangerous, if I'm, if I'm right. <laughs> Well, physical, but you don't know how the people get physically possessed. It all depends. I mean, they could yeah. pass themselves through any different means. I mean, it all depends. Every every everyone's different. So. Right. I keep losing that one question. George, he wants to know uh, is the Saint Michael's prayer effective also? Yeah. Any prayer, right? Yeah, yeah. St. <laughs> Michael's prayer is very effective. I mean, if you got, there's a book they called the Blessed Trinity, it's a book of Catholic prayers, and it doesn't have just uh, like the St. Michael uh, prayer that everybody knows, but actually in that one, and there it actually goes on to the the big, the long prayer to St. Michael, which is, it's super long. <laughs> it's yeah, I see some of those long ones. <laughs> I know the short version. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot. Of, everybody knows the short version. Yeah, there's a yeah. couple versions, but yeah, any prayer to Saint Michael is gonna is gonna help. All right, thank you. Uh, he has another question. Uh, I think it's question. Let me see. Natalia. Uh, she was not hello. She made it five minutes. <laughs> nah, no, spirit boxes. Yes, beer boxes. Yes, beer boxes. Open up doors yeah. can lead to a lot of things. It's like a Ouija board or any tools. You know, we're opening ourselves too. And, and uh, I try to learn to protect myself. Even then, we can be vulnerable to that the attacks. The what? And even then, when we're opening ourselves to that, it can be dangerous. Yeah. Around, right. Yeah. Any. any. Yeah. Anytime you're dealing with a demonic entity, it's 
it's not safe. It's super dangerous. Yeah. Uh, people have been killed. Dealing with you guys. I mean, we need more of you guys in there letting it work. <laughs> There's actually, t- today, there are more exorcists between whether oh, yeah. the independent Catholic Church or the Catholic Church. There are more exorcists today than there, there has been. Oh, wow. That's it. We yeah, need that, you guys. Everybody <laughs> can Google that one. That one's, that, that one's uh, public knowledge. That was just on top of my head. That wasn't even part of my question. Oh, well, I felt weird to say that. Father <laughs> um, here wants to know, um, have you... Oh, he wants to know how was Father uh, Albert? Did I say that right? Father Albert. Albert. Uh, he, he is a... As the exorcist goes, he was a legend. Oh, wow. And... That he he's probably one of the smartest people I've ever met in my life. He passed away years ago, unfortunately. He was oh, well, the uh, he was the, he was the chief exorcist of the uh, of the Roman Catholic Church for many many years. And uh, I mean, it's, uh, there's there's I mean, you can say a lot about him. I mean, that, that he's probably one of the the most. I mean, he's probably one of the smartest people that I've ever talked to when it comes to the exorcism field. Oh, wow. Yeah, every time I see that, especially the first one, always. He has a couple books. There's, there's gives a couple me a nightmare. There's a, uh, I think there's a documentary about him as well. And he was, the, actually, it was in his documentary. It's kind of funny. He was a. Uh, like the, one of the few only exorcists that actually used to thumb his nose and the devil, you know, you put your thumb on your nose and wave your fingers. He used <laughs> to do that before every exorcism. Oh, well. <laughs> you had to have some sense of humor. Yeah. And, uh, really, you kind of have to, and uh, you can't yeah. be. Yeah. Tell me, It's just dealing with this in general. If you don't try to break the tension a little bit, I mean, it'll, it'll drive you crazy. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> Uh, let's see. So thank you for sending your questions. Uh, feel free to send some more. I'll try to catch up. <laughs> and of course, if anything else you'd like to share, you can too. Um, so, yeah, it's like, I lost a train of thought. Oh, man. So, I don't know if I asked this before, but anyone who might be interested, um, yeah, I've probably asked it before, but just to let the audience know, um, can women also become exorcists or priests? What'd you say? I couldn't hear you. But I know, I keep losing your feet. Um, can women also be, um, priests? Um, not, uh, in all order, we do not ordain women as priests. Um, uh, we're a little different in our order. We don't believe in the we don't and we're not for one. We're not affiliated with the Vatican or the Roman Catholic Church at all whatsoever. Um, we're part of the independent Catholic churches. Um, we believe and we don't believe anything in the Vatican councils. Uh, everything we believe is the through the Council of Trent. And, you know, we believe in a lot of the old school traditions. Uh, we believe in nuns. 
and you know they have uh, priests and nuns. I mean, everybody has their oh wow place in the church. I mean, Bob nuns yeah. have they they do a great service. I mean, the nuns taught. I mean, when I taught me through school the whole time, and you'll even see a lot of nuns that back in the day were um, assistants to the exorcist. So I mean, you can't be an exorcist, but like with well, with our order at least, you can't be a, a priest as a woman. And but as a nun, say you were a nun with our order, you you could be an assistant to an exorcist and still be involved in the ministry. But uh, but as being an exorcist an, or appointed exorcist, no, we don't. We do not. That would be a hard job. <laughs> no, we we just don't appoint women as exorcists. Right. Um. So there's some more things for us in the um. But there are women that do that are part of the the uh, deliverance because <clears throat> you have exorcists and then there's people that are in the deliverance ministries. Oh right, yeah. And I have seen women in deliverance ministries. Hey, really, uh, as long as Beyonce, as long as you're helping people, it doesn't really. I don't think the title really matters. Yeah, that's true. Uh, he wants to share that um, Talia um, um, was asking, "Do you think people?" Uh, okay, voice. <laughs> Do you think people when they hear for discernment are more vulnerable to possession? Yeah, you could be. You could be. Excuse <laughs> me. And anybody that has any type of gifts where you're dealing, really any type of, for any person that has any type of gift is, is more open to anything because, you know, you have dealing, using your gifts in general, you're going to have doors opened. And anytime you open a door, you know, you can't guarantee what's going to come through it. Especially like myself, uh, empath. <laughs> yep. <laughs> So I try to remember to run myself and protect. Yeah, you can't you can't guarantee what's going to come through that door. Right, that's true. But being uh, having those gifts, though, you you are more prepared in dealing with it. So yeah, but yes and no, you know. So yeah. So that question really could go either way. Right. You'd be easier to deal with it, but yeah, you you are susceptible more susceptible to it than somebody that doesn't do anything and doesn't open doors, so. That's true. Uh, I think for answering that, um, Bill wants to know, um, do you know if the Emily Bill, you know, I said that right, uh, the Emily Bill house was cleansed at all? I have no idea. <laughs> I have no clue. I, I don't want to, I couldn't answer that one. I have no, I have no clue. So I don't want to, uh, I don't want to try to answer that. And you know, that's, I, I, I honestly myself do not know. Hopefully, it was. <laughs> Let's see, I asked about first sign of possession. What other typical hauntings do you come across? These mostly demonic, right? I, I, and with my order, we only deal with the demonic, so demonic. that's all, yeah, in the order, that's all we deal with. Now in the Warren Foundation, I haven't done. I've only been with them a short time, so I haven't dealt with a lot of different cases. But I know, uh, I know Chris and uh, every other people in the or and or in the foundation that they've. I know they've dealt with. They all got long careers, much longer than mine. And I mean, they've. I know they've dealt with all kinds of stuff. So. Oh yeah. I I really I've only I haven't really dealt with much 
outside of the demonic, just because I don't really do too many uh, paranormal investigations. Right. And so if a person needed help, usually the other ones that come to you with the darkest cases. The what? With the demonic cases. They usually come to you for help for uh, that. It all matter. <laughs> and I mean, yeah, it really it all depends. A lot of times, um, I, it's a family member coming coming to us. Oh, right. And the person they're setting themselves. But yeah, I've, I've dealt with a lot of it. Yeah, I bet. Um, thank you for answering that. Um, Award, what's to know? Do you think there is an increase in demonic activity? I think you probably already yeah, touched on yeah, that. There is, there's, yeah, there's more now than there has been. At least that's my opinion. Oh, wow. Can Father Cannons know how powerful are demons? It all depends. Power, <laughs> each, each demon ha is different. I mean, they're um, they have different rankings, and I mean, one could be weak, and another one could be super powerful. But really, to be honest with you, a lot of them that are uh, the weaker ones are going to act like they're more powerful than they really are. Right. <laughs> but that's, I mean. It all depends. Some are some are powerful, some are weak. It all it all depends what you're dealing with at that point in time. And that kind of leads to my next question. What exactly is a demonic entity? I mean, I know they can mimic us. Can they also shape shape shift and yep, uh, everything like that? They could shape <laughs> shift. They could act all of a sudden they could act like a child. They could I mean, what you got to remember is demonic entities have never walked the earth. Right. So, but the, the, the kicker of that is they can say that a demonic entity can control a human spirit. So you, you really don't, not sure. You think you, you might be dealing with a, with a human spirit, but that spirit in general is not being controlled by its own volition. It's being controlled by a demonic, so. Right. And uh, and they're not to be trusted as well, right? Like, no, no, not at all. they're gonna lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> a lot. I've I've had I've had demonic entities both come to Jesus Christ before, so <laughs> yeah, they're 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 not gonna. Or they say, oh, I'm Satan, or oh, I'm the devil. No. <laughs> yeah, I've had that happen. <laughs> Usually, if you get a name, that's very few and far between but most of the time they're gonna lie to you right but you don't even have you really honestly don't need their name to in order to solve it i uh, speak of the name do you if we happen to know the actual name would it be easier if, if you have the name of a, of a demonic entity yes it's easier because once you have the true name of a demon at that point you have the dominion over that entity and, and right. at that point they have to listen to your commands I always wondered about that. Yes, it does make it easier. Oh, wow. But on the other hand, you got to make sure that that's truly who, uh, who who they say they are. So. Right. That's why sometimes I hate making it. 99% of the time, 99% of the time is going to be 
a lie. That's why I was saying, um, sometimes I hate my gift because I can hear the evil spirit as well. Uh, I haven't really heard of their name as of yet, but I hope I don't. <laughs> but, uh, lie, I heard him say, lie. like, just, I'm a demon. Just speaking their name can, can open a door and, and at that point can, can make, make you more susceptible. Right, they're more attached, right? <laughs> yeah, the more being attached to you, yeah. Yeah, so I try to steer away from that, listening to them. I'd rather listen to angels than the demons any day. <laughs> so, uh, um, how am I so chill talking about demons? Um, <laughs> been doing it for a while, and honestly, I'm they, I was a little bit scared of it at first. But uh, through everything I've been through and training I've received and everything else, uh, the more fear you project or anything like that, they're going to use it against you. Right, and they can manifest more. In yep, yep. It can which make you don't want. <laughs> yep, it can make it manifest as well. And so really, I mean, and, and honestly, you don't. If you're super afraid of anything, you that's not this is not something you should be doing. Right. Because they're going to use that fear against you. Oh yeah, like we, and, and against the people you're trying to help. So. <laughs> I know my fear is spiders, I, and they, they use that right. I hate spiders. But spiders will appear. No, I can't stand spiders. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord, I'll be out of the room. I'm more scared but, of spiders than I am demons. <laughs> yeah, like. But I, I'm not afraid of more angels, but this is spider okay about. <laughs> and so, George wants to know, I saw this question, uh, that whether or not you believe in demons will go after vulnerable family members to weaken their target. What, what was the question again? Uh, you, George wants to know whether or not that the believe that demons will go after vulnerable both family members to weaken their target. Yeah, yeah. When that's possessed. Yeah, they could. I mean, they're gonna do whatever they can to to get the end result that they want. So. Yeah, I believe that. You know, go and, after. And, and and in that case, they are gonna. They're not gonna attack the strongest person. That's for sure. They they are gonna go after the weakest link. So the weakest ones. That's true, unfortunately. And even the animals. Yeah. Unfortunately. Do not. I think animals are more susceptible. They, they see, I, I don't know. I. It all depends. I mean, I think animals see more than we do. That's true. They catch sand dogs and even birds. I had birds. <laughs> so, oh, Aurora wants to know how much more, like 50% more I, that we see more. Uh, no idea. What <laughs> about the same? I don't think there's not really a percentage that we could add to right. that. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard of a percentage or of, of a percentage amount, to be honest. Thank you. Um, Talia has a question too. I think she's in Mixler, but she wants to know if uh, you think the spiritual movement has caused a higher number of cases in uh, processions. Um, Yes and no. Um, I, I think there's more case. There'll be more cases due to the fact that you know there's more people 
doing stuff that they shouldn't be doing. You know, people that don't have the ex- any experience. And you got people that go out there and you know, they watch TV, and so they're going to go out there and start doing investigations or messing with the occult, doing stuff they shouldn't be doing, and opening more doors. Right. In the past, so. Or yeah. Yeah. It could be <laughs> a higher number. Right. But I, I, I don't. Well, we're, we're never sure for a fact, so. Maybe. Yeah, Warren, like, he also a medium. He blasts out the demons' name and. Yeah, you don't want to say anytime you be speaking their names and, and all that. It gives them power. And it opens power. And it opens a door, too, for them to attach themselves to you. So, yeah, it, the, the best thing to do is just not talk about them or their names. That'd be the best advice I could give. Right. Right. Oh, let's see. Wow, we're already halfway through the show already. <laughs> we got like 15 minutes left. Oh, wow. I didn't oh, my fast. Right. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. I have another one here. Are there any different kinds of possessions? What would be the most profound ones that you can that you can share? What was that? It's one of my questions. Uh, are there any different kinds of possessions? What would be the most profound um, one that you can share? Being, uh, being possessed is being possessed. I mean, no, right. different. <laughs> you got that, you know, there's vexation. There's three. Well, some people say there's three. Some people say there's five. I was taught and when I started that there's three. And that's um, vexation, obsession, and possession. Uh, vexations, uh, it's a diabolic vexation. It's, it's a physical attack on person, you know, cuts, uh, bruises, scratch, burns, puncture wounds, uh, getting like blows get, that leave a bruise. Right. Um, obsession is, is exactly that, something that is p- obsessed with being possessed. So, you know. They're yeah, a, a, a possession in general. So, and a lot of that is more or less it's going to be a mental issue. All right. If Father Ken is like Father Ken, wants to become an exorcist. Exorcist. <laughs> Father Ken is. <laughs> but I think he's already one. Become an exorcist. <laughs> um. To become an exorcist, I mean, uh, you, you got to be, well, at least with, with with the order, with our order, you have to become clergy first. So right. either you're, if you're a member of the clergy already, um, you join join our order. And, um, and just because uh, somebody's clergy or they're a priest doesn't mean that they're going to be or should or should be an exorcist. It's not a, it's right. not a given, you know, it's not just because somebody wants to join and be a priest that it doesn't mean they should be it. Uh, or, or, or that they'll make it through the seminary school to even become an exorcist. So it, it all depends on the person. Oh, well, yeah, that's true. But you got to be a priest first. Um, you got to uh-huh. go through uh, all the training and everything first to become a priest. And then 
if you make it through all that, you make it through the seminary, art, uh, seminary then it, whether you get appointed or not is um, pretty much what it comes down to. Because not, and, and well, with, within our order and within uh, being Catholic, uh, our priests are appointed by their bishops or archbishops to be an exorcist. So not every priest is an exorcist. Oh, wow. That, 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 that. That's something you have to be appointed to. Okay. And there's another question from Amori. Uh, she wants to know, is the possession harder with higher level demons or devils? Is it harder? Um, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. I mean, yeah. There's, yeah. Any, any, the stronger they are, I mean, the harder it's going to be to deal with them in general, so. Right. They usually, uh, usually ask for more help if you need it, right? During the, the instances. Oh, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, I keep hearing you in and out. But, uh, and uh, War also says, uh, an exorcism is harder to do with higher level. Yeah, I read that. Okay. Yeah, you Never did. mind. <laughs> I want to make sure I got it. Yeah, then. Let's see, yeah. And on Ken's uh, question there, how does someone become an exorcist? Um, with our order, if you wanted to, to join our order, we do have um, on my Facebook, and I think I did I share the link with you, Nicole. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I should have yeah, copied it. Yeah, she could put that, that link I sent to your messenger for our uh, for our website. Do you mind if you want to post that for me? Let so me go on Facebook. Yeah, no problem. I already find it. <laughs> yeah, I'll send it to you. But yeah, either on my Facebook or you can go on Facebook and we do have a um, a group. Yeah. Uh, it's the Solomonic Order, St. Michael the Archangel, USA and International. So you can find our group or, and you can, through there, you can get to our website and, you know, apply. Yeah, looking for it now. I'm going to send it to you in a second. There we go. Share. Let me use chat. <laughs> Share it. No. Oh, are we still there? Yeah. Okay. I just sent you the call. Is it in my in the chat? Let's see. Yeah. Oh, I see it. Click it now. And while we're waiting. <laughs> Uh, I have another question that I want to make sure I. So I always wonder if a demonic entity can also be uh, appear before us in dreams, like our departing loved ones. Yeah, could could they could they mimic our loved one in dreams? Yes, of course they could. But they're not. Gonna, yeah. But they're not going to be. I mean, if you pay attention, oh, well. they, you'll be able to. There'll be something not quite right with them. If you know what I mean? They'll never get it 100% right. So you'll you'll be able to, if you pay attention, you'll be able to tell that that's not your loved one. 
Hopefully I'll share it right for you. There we go. Did I do it right? <laughs> hey, I've yet to hate a bit. <laughs> yes, if you click on that link that she just put in the chat, <laughs> it'll bring you right to our website. So. That's where um, they can find you. There and the uh, movie. So thank you for sharing that. Uh, do I have an opinion on the doll? Um, oh, I miss yeah, thank I, you. Uh, <laughs> I mean, my opinion on it, I mean, it, people have been hurt by it, so. Right. It all depends on whether you believe it or not. I mean, if a priest was hurt after touching it, I mean, that I'd, I'd be more inclined to believe to believe in it than if it hadn't done that so yeah i would be more respectful and everything like anything but Jerry uh, yours <laughs> demons invisible like ghosts yeah you're not gonna the demons don't have like a it's not like they can appear as an apparition or anything it should be like shadow people or uh another forest let's see <laughs> yeah Shadow people, so like I always get negative about them. They should be demonic too. Do what? I shadow people. I have my share of experiences. Oh, people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've always thought they're more of a malevolent presence than are. Yes. They're definitely not a nice presence. That's for sure. Nope. They always give me a freaking headache. To be honest. <laughs> So I guess yeah. that's what you believe. Oh, yeah. Because I'm so sensitive, that's what I feel sometimes I get headaches. And I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> uh, so, Aurora says uh, she thinks it's is it, uh, favorite that the name should not be used or or if, like, if it's a false name. The what? I couldn't hear you. Uh, Aurora wrote she thinks it's dangerous and that that name, the bottom yeah, name, yeah. should not be used. Yeah, no, name shouldn't be used. She's anyway. <laughs> they are, it is dangerous to use their names. She, she's right, she's 100% right on that. Yeah. All right, so, uh, well, we're at the top of the hour already. Can't believe time flies. <laughs> yeah, it does. So we're having fun, right? <laughs> I hope. Um, I do appreciate you coming on our show. Uh, well, I was just like, I didn't know where to start. <laughs> yeah, anytime. You know, I mean, I'm always here, so I'm always available anytime, you know, day or night. And so all you got to do is contact me on Facebook or. Yeah, I just want to ask where can they find you? <laughs> I believe our website actually has my direct email and whatnot. And, I, and, got, I know it has my ministry's number on there, so, you know. Oh, okay, yeah. In that link that we that we shared there. Yep, that's in the link. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's. Yeah, I'm, I'm always I'm always available. But yeah, I appreciate what you guys do. Right, so. and, and I'll tell you one thing, people. Um. Uh huh. We do here. This is not something that we ever. We don't charge for it. And exorcism. And somebody's saying they're an exorcist and they're trying to charge you. One, it's never going to work. And right. it's it's sacrilegious in general to charge for 
anything like that. Same, just like selling a blessed object. This is not something you should ever do. Like everything we do with the orders, as as far as uh, demonic things go, it's all free of charge. Right. Or if they want to send a donation. Yeah. Well, yeah. We do. Yeah. We'll always take a donation, but it'll never. We'll never charge for anything we do. Any kind of services. So. And I agree. I agree 100% with Father King wrote. He said, if a demon shows itself true self, you may go crazy. Yes. <laughs> I don't think people would actually be able to handle it if we actually saw their true form. I'm so glad that I can't really see them, but when I hear them, it even makes me nervous when I hear them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, please don't show yourself to me. <laughs> <laughs> Angels, I can handle, but no, not the, not the demonics. <laughs> Yeah, everybody's saying great show. Thank you guys so much. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me. Anytime. You're welcome back anytime. And uh, is there anything else you'd like to share with us before we go? Uh, no, just know everybody. God bless everybody. And, you know, everybody stay safe out there. And, you know, if you ever need yeah, any. Yeah, you too. Must pray. Don't hesitate to contact either myself or my order or, you know, the Warren Legacy Foundation. Yeah. And we're both part of that, you know. Yep. Yeah, so I'm so. <laughs> So is Father Ken, he's part of the foundation as well. Yeah, the Adam, and I think Adam is too, though. Yeah, Aurora, you guys are awesome, Aurora, and I commend you guys. <laughs> Keep up with your work, you're always in my thoughts and prayers. Thank you. And I appreciate the work that you do, this, you know. Thank you so much for my voice. Okay. I'm probably talking right now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, thank you so much, you have a great night, you guys, and uh, I might take next week off. Um, so, uh, yeah. So I'll bring back George. I can't pronounce the last name, but he'll be on <laughs> the following week. So thank you so much, Bishop Matthew. Yep. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Have a great night. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Hi, my name is Nicole Jaspard. I'm an empath and paranormal investigator. I am also an author of a dozen books. Thank you for listening to Haunted Real Connections, where I'll bring you the best mediums and paranormal people the field has to offer. Stay tuned for another great show on Paranormal King Radio.